investing in the stock market versus investing in real estate. This is probably one of the biggest debates in personal finance. And if you have been around the personal finance world for a while, you probably are also wondering about whether stock markets are really better than real estate or the other way around. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the growth potential, the liquidity and accessibility that both of them have, the management and the time commitment that these require, the risk and volatility associated with each and the tax efficiency. And I'll do this for both stocks and real estate portfolios. And if that is something that you have been wondering about, get a cup of coffee or tea or a drink and sit back, relax. Let's dive in. The first thing to talk about is growth potential. When you look at historical data from the US, from the UK, and even in emerging markets like India, you find that the stock portfolios have significantly outperformed the real estate portfolios. In fact, from the period of March 1980 to September 2023, the US real estate market grew at about 8.6%. And when you compare that to the S&P 500, it grew at about 12% annualized. And when you include dividends, it goes up to 14%. That's almost a 5.5% spread. So that's 5.5% compounded every year, which could make the stock portfolios incredibly attractive. Similarly, when I looked at research from the UK, the stock portfolio has again significantly outperformed the real estate portfolio. When I looked at India, I also found a similar trend. However, while looking at this data, something stuck out. Context. So the context for this was comparing S&P 500 to a REIT stock. REIT is Real Estate Investment Trust. And yeah, that's a fair enough comparison, except most people don't think about REITs when they think about real estate investments. They think about a property in a place. They probably think about individual houses, office space. So realistically speaking, you probably want to compare S&P 500 to one particular property that you might want to invest in or two or maybe five. Very rarely do people mean that they'll invest in REITs when they are talking about real estate investments, which is why I found this comparison almost an apples and oranges comparison obviously when you are talking about S&P 500 you are talking about a diversified portfolio when you are talking about REITs you are again talking about a diversified portfolio however when you are talking about your personal real estate investment you are probably talking about one or two or five houses or office spaces that is not a diversified portfolio so your risk can go up but so can your return which is why the blog from India is something that I really liked. It's from Grow and it gives you the nuances that you want to consider while doing the math. The second thing to consider is accessibility and liquidity. We all know that stocks are easy to buy, easy to sell. However, stocks do carry higher risk, especially when they are individual stocks. When you consider something like the S&P 500 or an index fund, you could want to get out of the market on a day that the market is not at its usual high. 
And if that's the case, you probably can wait around for a day, for a month. But usually speaking, even if that meant that you are going to go in with a loss, you can pretty much finish the transaction within the day or at max within the week. However, when you think about a real estate investment, liquidity is really poor. You have a lot of paperwork involved, a lot of fees involved, and you have to facilitate this entire process of buying and selling the property, which could take months, in some cases, actually years. And during that time, you probably will have a vacant property, meaning that you are losing money and losing cash flow while waiting for the transaction to happen. The next thing to consider is how much of management and time commitment this requires on your part. For most of us who are retail investors like you and me, we typically don't have a huge amount of time to spend on our portfolios, which means that the stock portfolios easily manage themselves, especially if you buy an index fund, a target retirement fund or some sort of a blended fund. I mean, stock investment is pretty passive. I know a lot of people talk about rebalancing the stock portfolio. For a real estate portfolio, however, you have to be a lot more involved. You want to think about the repairs and maintenance. Your tenant could just call you and ask you to repair something for them that has broken. And you literally will have to honor that because you have rented out your own house to them. And then there are tenant transition periods where you have to consider showing the house around or talking to a real estate agent and getting the property listed, getting all the paperwork done and so on. Of course, that gives you cash flow, but that also means that you you are a lot more involved. Of course, you can get a property manager involved, in which case you pay for the property manager, but then that also significantly reduces your cash flow which would have an impact on the profit that you are taking home. The next thing to consider is risk and volatility. With stocks, the risk is a lot higher, which is why we always talk about diversifying and investing in index funds and things like that. Of course, if you are investing in single stocks, you are at a higher risk of volatility. However, even when you consider index funds, they are quite volatile. So on a day when you probably need all your life's worth of money, for whatever reason, in an emergency, a stock portfolio is far more risky. However, given what we have said in the past, that you could probably wait it out because the real estate investment, even though not as volatile, is not as liquid. You could expect to sell it at about the market price, but you might not be able to sell immediately, which is equally risky in emergencies. Of course, you could wait for the stock portfolio to come up to the market price as well and go higher if you have time on your side. But typically speaking, day to day, your investment portfolio of stocks is going to be more volatile than of real estate. The next thing to consider is tax efficiencies. And I know a lot of people prefer real estate because it's quite tax efficient according to them. I'm not a tax advisor, but here's what my research says. With stocks and shares, you will end up paying capital gains tax. If you are earning dividends from the portfolio, you will end up paying income tax, which is effectively dividend tax. But if you are investing through tax efficient vehicles like the ISA or the ELSS or the Roth IRA, you can get away by not paying tax on the stock investment. 
investments. Coming to real estate, you again have to consider paying capital gains tax. If you are renting out the property, you also want to consider the income tax implications that you'll have. Additionally, you will also have property tax. If you are in the UK, you might also have something called additional dwelling tax. If this is your second home and you have decided to just not rent it out, but use it as your own second dwelling, you also want to consider the stamp duty. The buying and selling costs associated with real estate are quite significant. And if you are buying as a retail customer, this could move your decision substantially. All in all, do I think that there's a winner? I am personally in favor of stocks. That's because it suits my current lifestyle better. However, like everything, I don't want to overexpose myself to only one asset class. So I do think real estate has its value and real estate holds value. It's a physical thing that you can own. And if nothing else, you own that plot of land or the house and you can do something constructive with it. But with a stock investment portfolio, especially with single stocks, the value of that stock, the price of that stock could, in theory, go to zero at any point. In fact, some of the biggest companies have gotten a huge hammering in their stock prices over the years. So there's nothing to say that the stock prices cannot nosedive, especially for individual stocks. But generally speaking, index funds, target retirement funds would hold their value. Of course, everything I say is from my personal experience and not as a financial advisor. So in your own situation, do your own research. That's what I always say. Do your own research or speak to someone who is knowledgeable in the area, who is regulated, who is a personal finance advisor and can guide you through. What I don't want to suggest is you do your own research to the point that you want to research a particular stock and then you end up losing all your money trading just because there's a lot of advice out there on the internet who are teaching you stock market tips and honestly don't go there you will lose money unless you know it's someone very knowledgeable and regulated even with real estate you can lose money there's no guarantee that you won't lose money that is the meaning of risk all financial investment comes with risk and risk means it could go up or down which is why you do your own research or speak to an advisor so on that note be mindful of your money be mindful of what percentage of your portfolio you want to put into real estate versus stocks and if you've been listening to the Abandon Psyche podcast, why not come and join us in the Insiders Network? The Insiders group of the Abandon Psyche is a community that gets exclusive access to my emails that I don't share anywhere else. The link to join is in the description box below. Pick your freebie and come join us inside. And I'll see you the next time. Bye.